Well, after a brief sabbatical, we are back in the hallowed halls of Bayside High for our Saved by Nostalgia, Saved by the Bell reviews. Clint Schweitzer and Noah Groninger, as always. And I'll tell you what, school may be starting up around the country, Noah. But as it turns out, we are revisiting the Malibu Sands episodes from season three of Saved by the Bell. We are going a little out of order, but we wanted to bring you all the beach episodes together, Noah, because they're a little mixed up on the DVDs. And we thought, hey, if we're going to do summer vacation right, we're going to revisit this summer in style and we're going to do the Malibu Sands episodes. I'm excited to do them offhand before kind of you went back in and, and watched this first episode, which is Zach's birthday. What was your thoughts, kind of your memories of, of the beach episodes, as a lot of people refer to them as? I liked it because I always loved just getting out of the routine of being at Bayside. Uh, and there were, this wasn't just a one-off. There were several different episodes here. So um, starting off with Zach's birthday, as we're going to do here today, and then moving on, there's so much. So there's the 4th of July, and uh, we've got uh, Stacey Carosi's boyfriend coming back uh, when they leave. It's, there's a big moment at the end where the gang all get together. We'll get into that uh, as we move on here through the Malibu Sands episodes. But I'm a big fan of it, getting him out, getting him on the beach, seeing the ocean in a different environment. You can't always count me in for that. Well, we saw this occurring a lot in season three. This was sort of the season that you know became more ambitious. We saw them at places like the attic, the mall. This is uh, the show definitely rising in, in fame. You can see at this point, I mean, half of all teenagers practically were watching Saved by the Bell. So with the, when we get to this point, I feel like it's uh, bigger in scale. We talked to executive producer Peter Engel about this and that these episodes were filmed right there in Santa Monica, right by where he lives. So if you're ever in Santa Monica and you're on the beach, you know, that you're not far from the Malibu Sands Beach Club. I believe he said that 90210 was shooting right next door to them. It was. They had a different uh, beach club that uh, I think one of the kids, Brandon, maybe uh, Jason Priestley's character worked at. And uh, I think if I recall correctly, Peter Engel said like he could see the, the beach club like from his house. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. so if you're ever in that area, know that you are in the presence of the Malibu Sands Beach Club. And this episode opens with a beautiful shot over Santa Monica. You see the beach there. Uh, this is, again, where Peter Engel uh, has mentioned that these episodes were shot right there in Santa Monica. So the whole gang has landed summer jobs conveniently at the Malibu Sands Beach Club. Noah, girls on the beach, fun in the sun, money in their pockets. Is this going to be the best summer ever? I mean, it's starting off that way. You think it's got to be, uh, except for spoiled brat Lisa Turtle, who does not have a job because her parents are both surgeons so and members of the club. That's how the gang all got jobs here. Um, their applications went right to the top, uh, thanks to the turtles, but yeah, Lisa's not joining them. She's not work. She's just enjoying her summer laying out on the beach every day because she's a spoiled brat. Well, we meet the club owner, Mr. Carosi. He says they are here to work from the moment they punch in till the moment they punch out. So already you get this authoritarian boss. They think they're here for fun in the sun and the gang is all lined up almost military style on the beach <laughs> as Mr. Carosi is dressing them down and you can see doubts start to creep into to Zach's face. Like, what have I got myself into? This was supposed to be me meeting girls and hanging out at the beach. But what a setting. I just always loved this. And as a kid, I was like, can I have a summer job like that someday? Instead of just flipping burgers at McDonald's, uh, Malibu Sands. But alas, I live in Missouri where we don't have beaches. So um, I was working at a video store instead of Malibu Sands. Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought as well. Can I get a summer job working at some beach club? That sounds nice. Until we meet Leon Carosi, and then I'm like, never mind. Uh, he's dressing down every single one of them. He says the members are always right and screeches. Well, what if the members say the earth is flat? Do we correct them? Do we just go along with it? 
I mean, he's sexist. He's tell, saying that Kelly can't be a lifeguard. They usually save their shrimp for cocktails. Jesse starts yelling at Grossi for being discriminating, and he says, chat, chat, you're going to need sunblock for that tongue. We'll try you as a receptionist and see how that big mouth handles all of the club's calls. And then he's just telling Zach he can't leave early for his birthday. So you say you want to work at a beach club, not with an owner like that, my friend. Absolutely. And I, I tell you what, I love Ernie Sabella, who plays Leon Carosi. I thought this was a wonderfully cast character here, as we had to sort of replace Mr. Belding with an authoritarian figure. And who better than their boss at this beach club, who's kind of just a money-hungry, uh, you know, kind of a slave driver of a, of a boss. So the scene is set, and uh, I, I just kind of love the way this opens and sort of sets us up. It's like, you know, the, this episode first aired in uh, the 14th of September, 29 years ago to the day, my friend, from when we're recording this. And to think about how these episodes aired on NBC, I, I think that as the, t the audience was growing to, to really know and love these characters, that they should have aired these together as in kind of a mini series, as opposed to releasing them kind of just sporadically throughout the season with some of the other regular episodes. That, as, as a viewer back then, it kind of threw me off. It took me out of it. I like to kind of watch them together as if it was sort of a mini series that follows season three. Catch my drift? Yeah, I like that idea and maybe even have its own little intro, a Malibu Sands intro yeah. and not just the Bayside High School uh, regular intro that they always go with. Uh, like you said, a little mini series. I like that idea. Well, that's not kind of how it occurred, but Zach is going to be the social director. Uh, so he's going to be, if, they, if a member tells him to dig, he's going to start digging. He's going to start digging. So that's what is going to happen to Zach. Uh, his birthday is Saturday and he wants to have a, so he wants to leave early for his birthday. But if he does, he's fired. So already Mr. Croce <laughs> kind of flexing that boss muscle, if you will. And, uh, but then we cut to Zach immediately applying suntan lotion to two babes on the beach. <laughs> so here we are. Zach's already Zach Morris, even after being told, you know, if you mess up, you're fired. This is how you're not going to have any fun this summer. Zach is going back to his old ways and he's just applying suntan lotion to two girls at once on the beach. What a job. Well, he's social director. He's being social. He's helping them out. Uh, they can't, there's stuff to reach your back and put sunblock and get it in all the right spots that you need it. So Zach's being social director, doing his job, helping out the guests. The members are always right, as Leon Carosi says, but someone who's not right is Norman, uh, a guy who walks up to Kelly asking what he has to do for a little mouth to mouth. Uh, Kelly jumps to us. She's like, uh, I'm not really for this. And of course, Leon Carosi accuses Kelly of flirting with him because of course, like we've said over and over again, the members are always right. A little, uh, pre-Me Too movement, uh, starting off there with uh, Norman, who looked about 30 years old. Yes. And uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, I believe, was 17 at the time this was shot. So a little strange there. But Screech is a waiter. Oh, and God. You, uh, he's being his typical self in this hilarious scene where he's asking Slater about what kind of water he wants. And I think we'll track it. Hey, Screech, could you run into the Sand Cafe and get me and Kelly a couple of sodas? Certainly. We have cream soda, club soda, orange soda, diet cola, cherry cola, ginger ale. Yeah, just a couple of waters, okay? <laughs> All right, spring tonic, sparkly. Regular water. <laughs> cool, cold, or warm. Get out of here. <laughs> well, hilarious stuff from Dustin Diamond there. The comedic genius, if you will. Zach's birthday party, however, is going to be at Lisa's parents' beach house. And apparently Jesse and Kelly are moving in with Lisa for the summer. Like, I'm really confused here. The gang live in the Pacific Palisades, California. That's where the show is set. Santa Monica is just down the beach, Noah. I've been there. So 
they're moving in with Lisa and her parents at their beach house for the summer. They couldn't just write, you know, commute in from where they live like a mile away. I'm confused about kind of this living arrangement. Where are the guys living? Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask. Where are the guys staying? If all the girls are staying at Lisa's parents' beach house. And like you said, why would they even do that? Oh, we just want to be half a second from work instead of four minutes from work. Okay, I guess. But like you said, where are the guys staying? Are they having to make the long commute five minutes down the road? Uh, will the girls just get uh, a 15 second little jaunt across the beach uh, to clock in? So yeah, that is very strange. And as they're trying to figure out this birthday party, in walks this beautiful woman, at least in Zach's eyes. She walks by and Zach immediately is, goes into turn on the charm mode. She's looking for Leon Carosi. He's like, why would you want to see that jerk? She says, well, that jerk's my father. And then Zach, like immediately, like instead of just like brushing it off, I've got a million girls on this beach, it's fine. Goes, oh, I was just kidding. Uh, uh, guess what? You're on a totally hidden video. And like, like makes this weird face like, oh no, I've ruined it. Like, Zach, you've got your choice of any woman on this beach. It's okay if this uh, woman who turns out to be Stacey Carosi walks by and uh, doesn't uh, want to go out with you. You have your choice. Uh, pick of the litter, as they say. I know that I'm sort of judging this based on their very first interaction, which is not pleasant, and it's not going to be pleasant for the remainder of this episode. But I like Re Leah Remini. I love King of Queens. She's tremendous. But do you think, I, I just, when I first see her and I first see them interact, it's like, I don't, it, it's not a fit for me. Is it just me on that? I just don't, I don't know. There's something about her. She's an East Coast New Yorker and she's flying in. I, it's something about it doesn't work for me. Um, no, I mean, I get, it worked a little bit as far as her calling him a California dude and, and that stuff a little bit, but that goes away. And then we'll see as their relationship moves on throughout the Malibu Sands episodes. But uh, as a whole, if we're just going to break off here and talk about this as a whole and their relationship and everything, it didn't really fit for me either. Like uh, we were forced into it and we love Saved by the Bell. And so we just kind of went with it. But as far as someone that Zach would be interested in and having this kind of beach relationship and trying to woo her and court her and whatever it may be, it didn't really work for me overall. No. Could we not have had Zach and Kelly reigniting a summer romance? That, went, well, that would we've learned in great. this show, no, that that does not happen. They're always uh, wanting to date other people, so we, we just <laughs> we're not going to get enough of that. Yeah, Sorry. we throw we give into it. So, well, in the meantime, the situation at the girls' house is not going so well. Now, uh, Jesse was snoring so loud, Kelly had to wake up at six a.m. to go running, and apparently, she was whistling the theme from Rocky as she was putting on her sweats. <laughs> Jesse's also a slob and she calls Kelly her summer mommy. So the girls are already at it when the guys crash their party and demand to be made breakfast for. Yeah, they want French toast and they're not sure why this isn't happening. And of course, Jesse's not going to do that. She's not going to bow down. Uh, this is a sexist thing that you're wanting us to get into the kitchen and make you guys breakfast. And But they, they all come together, everyone except for Zach, of course, to make fun of Zach for blowing it with Kurosi's daughter. Slater says, we heard you needed a shoehorn to get your foot out of your mouth with what happened with Kurosi. And Zach promises that uh, he's going to make things right and Kurosi will be eating out of the palm of his hand before the day is over. Well, we'll see because Zach is now assisting with the sand volleyball game and is helping a beautiful blonde um, learn how to serve. And Stacy catches him in the act and accuses him of flirting with the members. I mean, Zach is the social director. This is sort of his gig, and Stacy is intervening. She's obviously jealous from the get-go. And she goes right to the personal attacks. 
Call Zach a California dude. Too much sun bleaches the brain. She threatens to fire Zach, calls him an airhead. She's not interested in chilling out or hanging tin or whatever you guys do. It's a very combative scene. And I'm like, just from that right there, like I'm not dating that girl. No matter what happens from here. Like it's a, like I'm done. Just, oh, absolutely. She's biting his head off, just lambasting him in front of guests and everyone, not just like pulling him to the side or, or some room. And yeah, I would be done with that as well. Why Zach uh, even has any hint of trying to continue with that is beyond me. But uh, we'll, we move on from that. And all of a sudden, last second, Lisa says, hey, we can't use the beach house. My parents have a party. So Zach's party's off, I get. We can't use the beach house. It's over. And so then the gang is trying to figure out where are we going to do this and why don't we just do it at the club? Screech, in the meanwhile, is dressed as a, as a giant hot dog and uh, Zach has started his own hot dog stand as he's wanted to make more money, maybe become a waiter, but Mr. Carosi is very iffy about letting him do that. Uh, Carosi thinks he's stealing business from the dining room and reluctantly tries Zach out as a waiter but if he messes up just once, he's through. I mean, this is just a very strange way to treat employees. Zach's been on the verge of being fired since the minute he <laughs> stepped in there. Yeah, and I love Screech in the giant hot dog costume. And he says, I heard of fat kids are trying to barbecue me. And he's asking Zach for help to get him out of the outfit. It's great. Uh, that's one moment that uh, early on that I'm liking Screech. Uh, and we just played that clip earlier. So Screech is coming out strong in this episode so far. Stacy and Zach are continuing to battle. Uh, obviously, they're just not seeing eye to eye. Zach tells Stacy that she's a spoiled brat and as she looks down her nose at them, tells her to get out of the employee's lounge because it's for real employees. Strong words from Zach. He's had it with Stacy. I would have too. She just comes across as kind of a, uh, you know, kind of has a one of the, an RBF, if you want my honest opinion. <laughs> she kind of has that aura about her and Zach's not having it. No, absolutely, as no one should. I can't believe that anybody would. Uh, later on, we talk about her boyfriend coming back, Craig Strand. How could he ever be with her? How could everyone? She is just on them from the word go. As soon as she lands, she is on them. She's relentless against Zach, and like she's just like her father, threatening to fire people. She's crazy, but the surprise Zach is go uh, the surprise birthday for Zach is going to be uh, in the dining room for his birthday. They've switched it and. So we finally have a resolution to that. It's going to be in the dining room. How they're going to pull this off, we'll, we'll see here in a little bit. But we cut to the beach, and Kelly is saving Norman from drowning. Leon Croce didn't think it could happen. How could Kelly save anyone? How could she be a lifeguard? And my question is, why would Kelly save Norman? I just, oh, I was talking to Lisa. I didn't see him out there. He drowned, that 30-year-old jerk hitting on a 17-year-old kid. I just let him go. Norman Schmelzer, we find out his name is. <laughs> and uh, he's actually drowning in about um, ankle deep of water or so. I've seen this happen. It does happen. We saw Jaws attack uh, beach patrons in, um, in very shallow water. But in this case, Norman, a 30-year-old, like, that looks in very good shape, is just drowning in, the, in ankle deep water. <laughs> he's like four feet out, out there into the, into, the, uh, into the current. So it's very strange. But here we go. The surprise party for Zach is at the club. And it's on, it sort of has a vibe of like a max school dance going on. Like you got the same music and the same kind of people <laughs> just start dancing. But Mr. Carosi catches them in the act and he fires them all. And he finally got to do it after just a couple days or so on. Yes. Uh, but Stacy emerges and takes the blame for the party and so she says she gave them permission. I remember the first time I saw this, I did not see this coming. And I always liked 
the ending of this episode that Stacy has that moment of redemption and it kind of gives you some hope. I, I love the way this episode ends. What say you? Yeah, I did. Zach's blowing out the candles, making a wish, and Karosi says, well, you better all wish for new jobs because you're all fired. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's over. Like, that was the one episode that we got. I didn't know it was going to be this, this long extended thing. But uh, like you said, it was good to see Stacy come back and kind of redeem herself. And Zach says, if you want to buy me a present, I need a new surfboard, dude. And uh, so then you can see them. Maybe she's going to soften and they are going to start this relationship at the end. But I did like how it uh, ended and Stacy softened and, and saved them and said that she gave them all permission. So um, she kind of redeemed herself there a little bit at the end. Yeah, this episode is going to get high marks for me because I love this these episodes as a whole. And this kind of sets us off on the course to what this is going to be for the next few episodes. And you wonder, is this the show now? Is this kind of, uh, I mean, at the time when these aired, I mean, this was just kind of part of, of the series of season three. So you're wondering, like, is there going to be more to this? It wound up being six episodes and we're going to get to the rest of the five, of course, in order. Um, Zach's birthday being the first one. But man, I think this is a tremendous episode. I like that we've changed scenery and this is a whole new thing. And yet they've seamlessly transitioned us from the halls of Bayside to the Sands and Malibu, Malibu Sands Beach Club. I love this. And I think that I would like to have seen more of this, honestly. We get six episodes and to me, they're timeless. And this sets us off on that course. It does. And like you said, I'm glad that they continued with this at the end uh, when you just watch Zach's birthday when it first airs it kind of leaves it where, okay, this could be it. Like maybe we don't see more like Saved by the Bell, like doesn't continue storylines a lot. They don't have a lot of continuity. So maybe this is just a one-off and we start back at Bayside the next episode. Like, ah, oh, I remember that time at Malibu Sands over the summer making that money and, and oh, that relationship with Stacy. But no, they kept it going. We got six episodes. I wondered like you, if it was going to be more, if uh, this could go on for uh, a whole season where, where we get to 15, 20 episodes, but it was a little short. They only went six. Like you said, uh, I could have done uh, with some more episodes here, but I'm glad we got the six. I'm got, glad we got out. They had a summer job and we got to see them uh, work on the beach at Malibu Sands Beach Club. It's a big hit for me as well. Well, the next episode we're going to see is the game. Zach meets Mr. Zach bets Mr. Carosi that if he wins the volleyball game, Zach can buy his car. However, Zach's team is short of a player when the star player, Gary, is injured. The volleyball game is coming up. It's our next one here on the Save by Nostalgia podcast. Can't wait to get to it. Guys, as always, hit us up on our social medias. Just search Save by Nostalgia, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We got your back. A lot more coming up. A lot of big interviews coming up still to come, Noah because we still have the Tory episodes. Tory Scott is going to be joining us on this very show, Leanna Creel. In addition to that, we still have interviews with guys like Brian Cooper, who played Big Pete. Coming up in the next episode, the game. That's right. Big Pete is going to make his debut in the game, isn't he? I'm so excited for this. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. If you like what we're doing, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify, any way you choose to take in the podcast. We always appreciate it. Thank you once again from us here at Saved by Nostalgia.